0: We are, yes.
1: Oh, Charlie. Hey. <laughs> hey. Just the man we're looking to see. Jeff was just getting ready to call you.
0: Oh, good. Woo. It's nippy out.
1: Yes, it is. Paul, make sure he's got a seat that he can see.
0: Okay. How about the secret last night? I think that sounds
1: good. <laughs> okay. We now have four, which means we have a quorum.
0: I to leave my code on. And since this is the first time, maybe we could do a quick round of introductions, if that's okay. Are you ready?
2: Yes, we are ready. All right. Uh, welcome everyone to the. Uh, November 17th Metropolitan Planning Organization meeting for Lawrence Douglas County. Um, first we'll have some, um, explanation of our procedures from Jessica, I think. Yes, thank you.
1: Welcome. Uh, we have a few housekeeping items for this hybrid meeting. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast to the city's YouTube channel. Please remember to mute yourself when you, during the meeting, when you're not speaking and the chat function for this meeting is disabled and all chats will go directly to Paul and I as the hosts, unless you are participating during the meeting, please turn off your video, this will allow active meeting participants to be seen on screen. You will be able to hear the meeting still when you're participating, please turn your video on if you have any trouble you can send us a chat the city and MPO reserve the right to mute people or turn individual videos off to minimize distractions during the meeting and now I will turn the meeting back over to chair Courtney Shipley.
2: All right, Um since you're recommending introductions today, I guess I would say, why don't you call roll and we'll just say more about ourselves than we normally do. <laughs> Perfect. Carter?
3: Uh, yes, David Carter. I represent the Lawrence Douglas County City Planning Commission. Uh, sorry, City Planning. What is it? Oh, planning Commission. <laughs> uh, commissioner Commissioner Thomas will be witness that it was a very late night last night. <laughs> it was it was a late night. It was a late night. Yes. All right.
1: Um, Patrick Kelly, who's not here with us, is a Kemba County Commissioner um, who is, serves on the uh, Policy Board. Lisa Larson, who is also not with us today, is the other City Commissioner that serves on the Policy Board. Matt Messina.
3: Yeah, Matt Messina here, um, I am the representation from KDOT for at least this meeting and possibly the next, if there is one, and I'm currently our Bureau Chief of Multimodal Transportation.
1: Okay, uh, Matt Roberts, currently representing LeCompton, and he is not present today. Uh, Courtney?
2: Um, Courtney Shipley, the Mayor for Lawrence, Kansas. And Charlie?
0: Uh, Charlie Thomas, Planning Commission. Okay, thank you. Uh,
2: very good. Then that brings us to uh, public comment. Is there any public comment in the room?
4: There is no one present here in the room, um, and that... no one has no one has raised their hand online.
2: Okay, good. We
1: thank do you. have attached a public comment we received. Okay. Um, for just for your information related to uh, information about the Civic Engagement Commission, the oh. <laughs> so
0: yeah
1: okay thank you to, cl- to clarify their comment and who they are yeah
2: okay um next that brings us to approval of the minutes uh, for October twenty seventh there are there any corrections or motions to approve. Uh, I didn't hear that.
3: Sorry, <laughs> right, David Carter. I move to approve. Matt Messina, Kata, I'll second.
2: Wait, I have a first and second. Do you want to do roll or yes? Use our hands. <laughs> well, y- as you can accl- you can adopt by acclamation
1: as long as no one has objection. Okay, you could choose to do that.
0: Sure. Any objections? <laughs>
2: Passes by acclamation, then. Thank you, Jessica. Okay. That brings us next to um, our first agenda item the 2023 Unified Planning Work Program. Up, whoop. Yes. Um, so you have before you our
1: 2023 uh, unified planning work program for our MPO transportation planning plan process and products um, Paul will share a screen with you I'll just highlight our attention to the accomplishments that we are we're focusing on some of assumes we're finishing some of these things by 2022 and um, the work that we anticipate for 2023, um, the highlight of which is going to be transportation 2050, the long range transportation plan um, by March in of 2023 um, to to before the existing plan expires, um, the annual reporting and data management that goes with that. We have complete, we have work to do to complete the regional pedestrian plan for Le, uh, Eudora, Baldwin City and Lecompton. Um, of course, tip amendments, we. Per- plan to participate in a lot of coordinated planning. Um, We're hoping to hear back about a Safe Streets and Roads for All Vision Zero Safety Action Plan application. Um, And then a lot of coordinated planning around uh, bike and ped plan implementation, safe routes to school participation in the Land Development Code update, uh, Lawrence Bicycle Wayfinding. And uh, we've been invited to participate with the Mid-America Regional Council Mark, um, the MPO for the Kansas City area, in a freight study that they have identified in their UPWP. And so those are the large planning processes that we're looking at for 2023, um, in addition to all of our regularly scheduled um, work that we do to maintain our MPO processes and grants. So if you have any questions about the work that we have planned, um, I'd be happy to entertain those um, or any have any additional conversation about um, our our work plan for 2023. We also, I guess I should also not forget to mention, we did have this out for public comment um, from October 3rd to November 1st, and we received no comments. And the Technical Advisory Committee recommended approval of this work plan at their November 1st meeting.
0: Thank you. Um, Are there any questions?
3: If I may, uh, David Carter. It looks fantastic i'm i'm awed by how you manage to fit such a rich work program into such a lean staff Um, i'm just wondering if you take a couple moments to describe how you go about prioritizing the items on the list.
1: Absolutely. So generally every year uh, we work with the technical advisory committee, which is the subcommittee to this body, the policy board, and that's made up of all of our planning partners. So there's representation from the cities and the county. Um, There's representation from our transit providers, KU and um, Lawrence Transit. Um, And we in KDOT, and we, and our, some of our federal partners, public health, there's some, some ex-officio seats on on that um, body also. Um, and we work in the summer, we have a planning meeting that says, hey, what does everybody know that exists um, for future work? So that's a good starting point. We also bring to that conversation a list of all the topics and ideas that people have had um, from previous time of other identified work that remains um, kind of out there on a to do list in the sense that this is something that could could be done if it was prioritized. And we have a conversation with them about the different priorities for their staff and, and that work. And you're right, um, because we have such a lean staff coordination is really important for us to make sure that we're doing the work that it has the highest, really highest value in the region particularly after we meet our federal requirements. So our federal, some of our federal stuff, we know we have to have time in our budget to do transportation improvement program, right, Tip and TIP amendments. And we kind of have an idea about how long that takes to do those. And we know we have, you know, any processes we do, we have public engagement. And so we try to budget out on the back end, right, there's a table that shows a budget there, right, but on the back end, we have an Excel spreadsheet that's built um, to to load hours based on with loaded rates of staff to fund each of these kind of work areas that helps tell the story about how much work there is to do and what we envision maybe being able to put to slate, like to slot into the work category. So, that's generally how it happens, Um we of course also pay attention to what other work is identified in our plans? Like what other things have our plans said that we need to be doing or what other things that our other local is like hot topics in low in the local area. So that's in the past, like we've helped fund because our funding is eligible, like the Lawrence Transit Route redesign or um bike share feasibility, or so we those are all different things that over time we've just worked to prioritize based on available money and resources. So
0: all right super thank you very much any other questions comments um let's make sure there's no public comment
4: no one present here and no one has raised their hand
2: great thank you uh commissioners any uh further conversation or motions
0: of order could we just get
3: a clarification on on the uh requested motion just approve the plan as presented
1: yes and if you need to read it explicitly off the agenda because we all are also asking for uh granting authorization for the mpo secretary jeff crick to sign the consolidated plant in grant agreements and that's so he can sign on legally on our behalf to receive the money, for to to that covers this work.
3: Okay, I'm happy to make a motion. Um, I uh, move to approve the 2023 Unified Planning Work Program and authorize the MPO Secretary Jeff Crick to sign the consolidated planning grant
0: agreements.
2: I can second, I guess there's just a few of us that's going to do this. Uh, That's a first and a second. Um, Jessica, you want to do roll? Yes. Carter? Yes. Messina? Yes. Shipley? Yes. Thomas? Yes. The motion carries four to zero. Great. Thanks, everyone. Let's move on to item number two, the 2023 safety targets.
4: All right. So speaking of federally required items we we are required to set safety targets and what's before you has been um, to the technical advisory committee TAC as well as out for public comment and no comments were received. Um, so we we set these requirements in accordance um, with those federal requirements. Um, we'll explain a little bit what what we're looking at here so, this is number of fatalities on all public roads we do break it down by the who maintains the road but the the actual m- metric that we are reporting is is total for the entire county um we report it on a a rolling average a 5-year rolling average to kind of uh, essentially smooth out the ups and downs which you can see the the blue here is the annual fatalities um red is the the rolling five-year average and we project the 2022 fatalities Um, and based on that projection we have a a five-year target that we adopt for 2023 um so that that target would be 11.6 and so that's fatalities we also have fatalities per 100 million vehicle miles traveled and this is not broken out um by the by the jurisdiction as the vehicle miles traveled per, provided by KDOT is not that that detailed to to be able to do that analysis but um we do it by um 100 million VMT to To kind of smooth out for ups and downs in the amount of of travel for a more consistent number. And so the 2023 target would be 1.1. Next is the number of of serious injuries. And, you know, this one it has been good to see a fairly consistent decrease over the last uh, 15 years or so to kind of where we're at now and that's 25.9 would be the target. And again, based on 100 million BMT, 2.5. Also included is the number of non-motorized fatalities and serious injuries. So this is bike and pedestrian um, fatalities involving a vehicle. Um, 2023
0: target would be 4.4.
4: And so those are all of the targets. And again, this was out for public comment, no comments received and happy to answer any questions. Are
0: there any questions?
3: Sorry, uh, David, I'm, I'm wondering, Paul, if in pulling together these statistics, you had to make any special allowances because of the dramatic fall in overall auto traffic and pedestrian traffic during 2020 and 2021 or did the rolling average pretty much take care of that well yeah good question so we can
4: go up and look so like in um, 2019 2020 we actually saw increases in, in fatalities and that um reflects national trends were injury serious injuries fatalities i think were both up during COVID as um, the, the working theory, I guess, is that the less traffic on the roads, so it meant people could drive faster and um, those higher speeds led to to more of the fatalities. Um, so, so no, we didn't necessarily do anything special in, in, in our analysis, but um, you can see that that spike there. Interesting. Thank you.
2: Any other questions?
0: Uh, Let's make sure there's no public comment.
4: No one present here and don't see any hands raised
2: very good Uh, bring back to um, for discussion any any other
0: comments or questions. Well, thanks Matt that's actually really, really interesting information. Um, uh, Are there any motions. Because come
3: on you can do it I'll be happy to make a motion um, I move uh, to approve the 2022 safety targets.
0: Um, I'll second Jessica Carter yes. Messina
3: just to clarify we're approving 23 safety targets.
0: Oh, oh sorry the action
3: lift listed is 2022. Yeah. Do sorry, I need to with, we mean
0: it's a Do we need type to withdraw of... the
3: motion? I guess procedurally probably we need to do that don't we?
0: Yes
1: probably. Okay.
3: I I I would like to withdraw my previous motion. And does uh, Mayor Shipley need to withdraw her second? Her second?
2: I withdraw. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: I would be happy to move that we approve the uh, 2023 safety targets. Thank you.
2: I second the
1: 2023 targets. Okay, Carter. Yes. Messina. Yes. Shipley. Yes. Thomas. Yes. Thank you. Motion carries four to zero.
2: Great, thanks again, everyone. Thank you, Matt. Um, That brings us to item number three, which is the plan update. The federally required plan. Sorry, Title Six. That. Yep, you're fine. <laughs> Title Six. I have it. All right. So yeah. we we have
1: generally following the MPO's update to our public participation plan, which happened earlier this year. We take the opportunity to update our Title Six program manual, um, which reviews our obligations to Title Six um, under the Civil Rights Act. Um, and 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 following executive orders, um, we're uh, re- required um, to ensure that on the grounds of race, color, and national origin, that no one be no person be excluded from participation in or denied benefits, um, or subject to discrimination under any program or activity receiving federal financial assistance, of which we are planning activities qualify. And So we have, um, Paul shared with you probably the highlight of this this plan, which is our responsibilities under Title VI of our coordinator and MPO staff, um, and the work that we've done in our annual reviews, and the way that we do our work around equal access to opportunities to engage in the transportation planning process, um, engagement of underrepresented populations, limited the connection that this plan has to. Limited English proficiency, which you recently adopted, and how this ties back into our um, public participation plan in terms of engaging engaging uh, people in this process and some of the demographic collection did demographic data collection we do as part of our uh, public engagement. Um, It's very technical. This has our uh, MPO assurances probably which you've seen maybe on our agendas or we have posted in our spaces. Um, And this is just a commitment, a recommitment. We update this plan, like I said, on that kind of our five-year-ish cycle that we do with our public uh, participation plan. And so we're seeking um, approval to today to uh, finalize the update and adoption of of this Title VI plan. I'd be happy to entertain any questions um, anyone has about Title VI. We did receive public comment, um, which is attached to the agenda for your information um, around uh, this. Uh, This uh, plan was
2: recommended for approval um, by TAC at their November 1st meeting. Great. Thank you. Are there any questions?
3: 'll I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> play my role of speaking up. Um uh, Jessica, yeah. could you um describe, um a, a, in a little bit more detail the kind of metrics that you go you you follow um and how you can identify that you've met those goals in the plan.
1: Sure. Um, so, some of our commitments are checklist items in the sense that, you know, it's post this notice, make sure this process is available, those sorts of things. And so, doing this work of updating that plan meets that requirement to ensure that we're doing this doing this work. Some of the other commitments under Title VI are um, less checklist and more... Um, I, I, I don't, I want to use common sense in that, in that regard, in terms of having meeting locations that have open access where, oh, you know, the public is that the public is invited, um, thinking in the tie back to, you know, limited proficiency in terms of thinking about, um, How someone uh, who maybe doesn't also have limited English proficiency and how you're engaging using plain language, trying to use the plain language that's easily understandable um, to engage people in the process, asking them things that they have the ability to respond to respond on, not expecting um, things, the response from the public to be things that wouldn't be entertained. One of the things that you'll see and and that's incorporated into the other planning documents that we do um, is our work under environmental justice review. So the uh, development of our environmental justice zones. So thinking about our, in our community, that's our community development block grant, low to moderate income, um, block groups out of our census data and environmental justice also the other part of that is our minority populations and the block groups that represent um, a higher the higher um, like 135% I think of the average uh, for the urban area of. of, block, of those block groups. And so if you scroll all the way, you know, further down in the document and some of our appendices, you'll find our the technical analysis um, that we include in the plan where we've looked at the demographic profile of the community. Um, and you'll see that the work that we've done around, oftentimes this gets updated as part of our tip more frequently, but hmm. um, it's an assessment that we're doing and also with our planning partners to understand how the benefits and burdens of Of transportation. Um, We do it with projects, right? In the the tip, you see the map of our EJ areas in relationship to progress. And we're looking at an analysis to, you know, or even in our long-range plan to look at an analysis of how the transportation projects are impacting service here. And in some of these things, we're showing you those similar demographic characteristics about access to transit or, yeah, here's the map to, the map Paul showing you right now is exactly what I was talking about with the tip which you see in that part which is the um, environmental justice layer in relationship to tip to tip projects and I think you know location's not the only thing it's about access what types of amenities are being included and so there's more detail in some of the other documents that we do and other planning documents like the transportation improvement program where we have Um, you know, we have detailed, this includes bike pet amenities. We believe this is beneficial or, um, you know, and it's not, they're not necessarily, or is it a capacity project or understanding how, what are some of those impacts of those projects in those areas in relationship uh, to EJ populations versus non-EJ populations. So when you later look at transportation 2050, or you can go back and look at transportation 2040, we will have a lot of performance measures related to EJ areas versus the region at large or the city at, at large. And that's the work we're doing to try to understand um, what the data tells us about burdens and benefits of transportation and, and the, those disparities.
3: Thank you, that's very satisfactory. I appreciate it. Yeah.
2: Um, very good. Um, is there any other questions or comments? There was a question
1: in the chat um, what does title 6 coordinator mean and we have a title 6 coordinator so uh jeff crick um our, our mpo secretary is all, and the director of planning and development services is also our title 6 coordinator it's in one of his many positions and um since he is not direct staff to the MPO. He is the person that's designated responsibility in this plan of ensuring to carry out the Title VI program in partnership with staff. So the coordinator has specific responsibilities assigned in this document related to ensuring that this plan gets carried out. And if there is a complaint, a Title VI complaint in the process, that, that coordinator has a role in uh, in a Title VI complaint process. So the coordinator in that sense is um, the person that's designated responsible. So hopefully that answered the question. They said thank you. So I believe that answered the question.
2: Great. Thanks. Um, we didn't do public comment on this yet. Is there any public comment?
4: No one present here, and I don't see anything online.
2: Great. Um, any other discussion or motions?
0: There, there was the letter submitted.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, which I
1: mentioned earlier. There's okay. a letter submitted attached.
3: Okay. And, and the letter uh, from Alex Kerr was the only public comment you got.
1: Well, this document doesn't have, in our public participation plan, this document, besides the public comment at um, TAC and NPO Policy Board, this doesn't have a public comment process um, that we've identified in the plan for this specific document, like the LEP. I think they're perceived as a more technical process, and then this, like, says how we're going to do some of the other work. Um, that could be something that we could evaluate in the future if we would, if we would, believe that's necessary. The, the comment was just that it should have more comment, but then there was no direct comment about what we're proposing. So if there was, I would feel like we could address that. Um,
0: Any further discussion? Any motions? I'll be
3: happy to make a motion um, to approve the Title VI plan.
0: I'll second.
1: (laughs) All right, for a roll call vote Carter? Yes. Messina? Yes. Shipley? Yes. Thomas? Yes. Motion carries four to zero. Great.
3: I bet Charlie wishes that city planning meetings or planning commission meetings were. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Went through items as quickly as this.
2: Thank you again, Jessica. That brings us to our quick updates. Yes, so um, we just gave you an update about
1: the Transportation 2050 Steering Committee. We had a meeting on Tuesday night with that group. So um, talking about both David and Charlie's week. It's been a busy week for them for city meetings. Um, um, But we are preparing uh, to finalize some work, uh, some drafts and to prepare for the second phase of public engagement in December. Um, And we'll continue to work on that to try to deliver that on time. And so um, we will be continuing to work on that. Um, I would say as another update, which I don't have on this, Agenda is that uh, Matt Messina will be leaving us. Uh, So based on his new position and assignment, um, Allison Smith, who previously served as our liaison on the Technical Advisory Committee, will be joining us um, in January um, as a voting member to represent
0: KDOT. So
2: Oh. all right thank you sad face
3: yeah thanks matt,
2: sad face, matt. <laughs> thank you yeah, yeah.
3: appreciate it thank you
2: um that brings us to other business is there any other business
0: Nope.
1: um and our next meeting December, But we have no work. You approved everything tonight. This is the last of the stuff that we have for the year, besides our work on uh, T-2050, which we will talk with you about um, in 2023. So our intention will be to cancel that meeting unless anyone has anything else they think we need to be doing. Okay. So you will see that cancellation coming. Thanks. Well, I guess this will be the last
2: time we see you, Matt. Sorry.
3: Uh, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> it caught me off guard, too. Uh, but happy to be in this new role. And then I'm sure there will be opportunities in the future with stuff that we do in multimodal unit that uh, would maybe be worth presenting or being present for um, some of the board's discussions. So I wouldn't Great. say it's the last time,
2: but Thank you. certainly all not the,
3: monthly. <laughs> all the best to you. Thank you.
2: And that brings us to the end of our meeting. Thank you, everyone. I guess I won't see you till the new year. So um, happy happy holidays and and happy new year. Everyone stay safe. See you next year. (laughs) Thank you, Jessica.
3: Thanks, everyone. Thank you all. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.